0: so terrible example didn't work out the way i'd hope but it didn't make and it didn't make my point in any way shape or form but that's not going to stop me from making my own point These end-user show will help your business grow. Coshocton Rocks, Coshocton Rocks.
1: Slinging promo shuns the status quo. Coshocton Rocks, Coshocton Rocks, Coshocton Rocks shocked and rocks, oh.
0: especially if you're going to be <laughs> there this week for Kirby Hossman and Hossman Marketing's End User Show. Hi, <laughs> I'm Bill Petrie, one of your hosts of this fine broadcast, the Promo Front Podcast. Welcome. This is episode number 171. Like I said, I'm one of your hosts, Bill Petrie. With me, as always, let's call him the night watchman of familiar faces in new places. The one Ooh. and only Kirby Hossman. Kirby! It's end
1: user show week for you, buddy. <laughs> it is. It's funny because uh, you start doing this and I'm like, man, I wore the right shirt. Uh, Actually, sure the, my, my Kishokton shirt. I did not know you were going to be singing and serenading me in a brand new uh, song that you've sort of uh, remade for me. So I appreciate that. That kind of puts me in a good uh, mental space. So I appreciate it. So I am awesome. doing well. It's a busy week in a good way. I love I love this yeah. week. It's really fun. Actually, I, I went and got my haircut this morning and the... One of the gals there said, this is like Christmas Eve for you, isn't it? And I'm like, yeah, it's a little bit like Christmas Eve. So yeah, good good stuff going on. How are you, bud? Awesome. Good. Super, super busy.
0: A lot of things going on at Brandivate. We're about three and a half weeks away from the uh, promo cruise, So all the final touches uh, for that. And I think you, of all people, uh, know the work that goes into yeah. that. But uh, uh, a lot of work uh, getting ready actually to come up to your area of the woods yeah. this weekend, have a guy's trip. Uh, my college uh, friends, we go to a new city every year. This year, we're going to Cleveland. So nice. uh, we're, gonna, we're looking forward to that. But, you know, as I was as I was thinking about all the fun and the games that are going to happen this weekend, Kirby, it got me to thinking, as things often do. They do. I think it's time to bring back America's favorite game show. I hope okay. you're ready.
1: Oh, okay. Uh,
0: let, <laughs> it's called Select That Supplier. That's right. Select That Supplier. So what I'm going to do, Kirby... I'm going to read a few Sage ratings, and I want you to select the right supplier. Are you ready? Oh, I hope so. All right, here we go. I'm okay, okay. Um, three quotes. You pick the supplier. Here we go. These are reviews directly from Sage Kirby. Okay. There's no pressure. no pressure. Everything went every everything went quickly and smoothly. Easy to work with. I never have an issue with their pricing, products, service, or delivery. Kirby, select that
1: supplier. I mean, I got to go with Evans if you're saying all those things. Does that sound about right? Let me check here. That is correct, Kirby. Correct. That's
0: right. Evans is the supplier that every single one of those Sage reviews is talking about, and for good reason. As part of the HPG family of brands, Evans has built their entire ethos to reduce friction and make the lives of their distributor partners as easy as possible. And... If that weren't enough, and I think we both know it certainly is, Evans has the widest variety of beautifully crafted, decorated merchandise in the industry. So when you're looking to experience the ease of working with a supplier that's invested in your success, visit the good people at Evans by going to evans-mfg.com. Now, Kirby, you're probably wondering what you've won. And what we're going to do is we're going to send you uh, a home version of Select That Supplier so you can play with your family anytime. Congratulations. Thank you. I feel very good about that. Yeah, you are so welcome. Well, (laughs) I want to thank you. Your end user show is actually tomorrow. We're recording this a day earlier today on Wednesday. So I want to, on behalf of all three of our listeners. Mm -hmm. um, It's growing. Thank you for having the courage courage (laughs) to broadcast. Uh, One quick thing I just want to touch on before you go, you have up front this week, Mm -hmm. uh, tone deaf. We talk about being tone deaf. I think we'd be tone deaf if we didn't at least mention The the horrible situation Mm. right now in Israel with the uh, the uh, Hamas attacks. Uh, We know quite a few people who have family and relatives are there. Heck, one of our one of our three listeners, Harvey Mackler is over in Israel in Tel Aviv right now and so uh, I will speak for Kirby here our hearts, our thoughts, our prayers are with you and, and I I haven't asked Kirby this but I know we stand with all of you in Israel and everybody around the world. so yeah uh, we're thinking about you but uh, you know sometimes you need a little levity along with the uh, the seriousness stuff the world brings we're going to try to bring that to you today. so Kirby, not to start on a downer, but uh, you no, have good. the upfront section this week. If you would be so kind as to regale us with your topic of your choosing right here and now as we begin this <laughs> podcast for all of our listeners right here, right now. There's no reason to delay. Let's get on with it. Let's go ahead and go ahead and give us that first topic, which we call the upfront section of the podcast, which leads off the podcast. We alternate it every week. This week is your week. If you'd like to go ahead and stop stalling and give us that topic, that'd be great.
1: I really hope somebody's listening to this on like two times speed. Uh, so yeah, well, this week I wanted to talk to you about singles, not jingles. So The, you know, many of us who grew up in the seventies or the eighties, like we think back to advertising and the branding that people did and, and like jingles were those things that got in your head that you literally couldn't get out, you know, like a good neighbor, state farm is there, Mm -hmm. right? Like all of those um, things, but it was funny because like they took sort of a jingles took sort of a, a cringy, um, Mm -hmm. you know, phase in our advertising because they're like, well, they don't really want to, um. You know, do something like that because they said the jingle was dead and and the term jingle comes with baggage, but Mm -hmm. um, that doesn't mean the jingle is dead because if you call it something different, branded songs have been experiencing a revival thanks to TikTok. Now, I have heard you say on this very podcast that you neither tick nor talk. But one of the things that is happening is that these branded songs are making a big comeback when it comes to marketing. I love. Right. And Jeffrey Goldberg mm-hmm. um, is a co-founder of a creative agency called Movers and Shakers. And he says, we create singles, not jingles, which has been made audio for a bunch of different things. And right. they're putting it on TikTok. So... I, the question to you, I guess, is what do you think of this trend? Do you think it's good that um, jingles, whatever the hell you want to call them, they can call them jingles. Um, do you think it's good that they're making a comeback in the advertising and branding space?
0: Um,
1: I, I do. I, I
0: neither tick nor talk. So... <laughs> I do reel occasionally on the, on the, on the gram, as the kids would say, uh, <laughs> no, no nobody's don't. ever said <laughs> that actually, um, <laughs> that sounds like grandpa trying to sound cool. Do you <laughs> like the gram? Uh, anyway, um, so I've seen some of these things, but I, it seems like most of the music I hear is songs that were produced by bands that have been repurposed for yeah product. Now you're talking about brand new original jingles, original songs specifically for product, Correct that's the way I'm reading it. Yes. Okay. So I, I've not experienced that. I would, I welcome that. I love those things just, and here's why. Yes. Some of them were cringy. Some of them were annoying. Some were a little too catchy, um, cause they were earworms, but that identified you with the product. I, I yeah. guarantee you, I'm going to sing And this is completely unscripted old podcast. Sorry. Um, <laughs> If I sing part of a jingle, I bet you could tell me the name of the product. Let's test you. Ready? Okay. Here's to good friends. Tonight is kind of special. special. The beer is too. Do you remember Do you remember? Yeah, a, yeah I was gonna say it's a beer. Uh, is it Stroh's it, or Michelob? Lone Brow. But low that's okay. Brow. Yeah. Bat, so terrible example. It didn't work out the way I'd hope. <laughs> but it's, and, and, and it didn't make. And it didn't make my point in any way, shape, or form. But that's not going to stop me from making my own point. I think just like you take a song that is near and dear to your heart or is an earworm that can take you back to a certain place in time. We talk about music being a time machine. Yeah. I think jingles or singles, whatever. I don't think there's a negative connotation personally with jingle, but fine. We make singles, not jingles. That sounds fantastic to your shareholders. That's great. (laughs) Um, But I I do really like the fact that original curated musical content is going to be associated how about coke is it the biggest taste you've ever i mean we can reel off all these because we grew up with them yeah um i like it i i like it and i think it actually from a marketing perspective actually helps the people identify with the product because it's snappy it's catchy it's peppy or whatever the the mood of the the product is
1: yeah, I, I actually think it's really fun. And I think that, uh, so I agree with you. I think that there, anything that ultimately, we talk about the difference between brand marketing and direct marketing. You've talked about this. This right. is brand marketing, right? This is yep. something that makes you top of mind. And here's the the departure I think happened, right? Is that like, literally, if I'm reading this correctly, Barry Manilow wrote, Like a Good Neighbor, right? Like, yeah, like, that's correct. So, I so, actually do know that. That's correct. Yeah, so we're talking about, ridiculously talented professional musicians and creators that were creating those early jingles right that 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 created the 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 brand affinity if you were Mm -hmm. i think where it took a left turn is that We tried to, like people tried to take advantage of that who weren't nearly as talented. And that's where the cringy, you know, kind of crappy jingles of the nineties kind of came in was because we took it away from the best creators. Like when you do it, and we're talking about people who are really creative agencies that specialize in this, I think it can make a big difference to creating brand affinity in my opinion.
0: So I'm going to push, I'm going to push back. I think the reason it took a left turn in the nineties wasn't because there wasn't talented people creating jingles. I think tastes just changed look at the music look if you look at the music landscape of the the 70s and 80s especially late 70s throughout the 80s far more commercial far more uh antiseptic you know even all of my beloved uh heavy metal hair metal bands um it was accessible it was safe it was slick it was polished it was very corporate when you got to the 90s and nirvana kind of killed a lot of thankfully a lot of that hair metal you had a very big pushback against the establishment And I think that's what you saw, but I could be wrong. You could be right. I doubt it, but it is possible. (laughs) It is possible. It is possible. Hey, Kirby, quick question for you. Okay. Do you love a great self promo? I know you
1: do. I do actually. Yeah. Excellent.
0: Excellent. Well, we can thank the good fee people over at Kanata because there's a special that's got two more weeks and you better jump on it because they have a fantastic self-promo deal on almost all of their blankets. Right. EQP less 30 on blankets, uh, decorated using embroidery or laser patch, and EQP less 5% on sublimated blankets. Minimums, right. maximum setup charges apply, but this deal is not to be missed. Uh, head over to KanataPromo.com for all the details. The offer ends on All Hallows' Eve. All right. Awesome. All right, Kirby. So I I said I I've got so many topics. I've got <laughs> probably twenty pages of topics. That's a lot. Let's just talk real quick about um kind of the biggest bombshell I I didn't see coming. I don't think you saw coming in the promotional products industry with John Norris uh, <laughs> leaving Starline. Yep. To go to kind of a direct competitor in a lot of ways in hit promotional products. Sure. A um, couple, couple questions. I, I was uh, surprised. I, I, am friends with John. Um, and uh, I knew he was, he had have some options. He, he and I had spoken uh, I'm not going to betray those conversations at all. But uh, when he told me he was going to hit, I I knew probably five, 10 hours before the, the press release came out. Um. Mm-hmm wow, could have knocked me over the feather. How did you feel? Let's start with that. How did you feel when you saw the ASI promogram that came out and said, Hey, or, you know, newsflash, Hey, yeah, am Norris
1: goes to hit. So there have been two emails about like changes in staffing in the last, however, last it, the funny thing is, is it's happened in the last six months, but Yep. like it's in the last five years that I've sent yeah. you, where I've gone. Wow, I didn't see yep. this coming, and right. it, it was charity, and it was uh, John, mm. and so, right. so yeah, this was a, a big one to me, mainly because I think again there are Starline, you know, we both have great friends there, um, but oh, yeah. John is one of the people who I think like when I think of Starline, I think of John. So yeah, right. I was I was surprised, and then you know f- from the other side of it is like wow, that's a big get by hit. Um, we talked yeah. about that with with Charity. It was a it was a splashy hire when Charity was hired with Proforma. To me, this is a very splashy hire for Hit. Yeah, and but this feels a little different
0: than the, than than the Charity mm-hmm. hire for me. Um, John is one of the five most powerful people in promotional products. Mm-hmm. He um, runs Promo Standards. He's mm-hmm. he's got that you know, and that's not a denig- denigrating Charity or yeah. anything like that. It's just I, it, to me, it's a little more it's a it's yeah. a little more seismic yeah. um, than uh, what what Charity did going to Proforma. Um, and the fact that now hit hit is very quietly and now very, very loudly assembling a dream team. You know Mm -hmm. what CJ Schmidt has done in the past four or five years really should be taken into account. I mean, that guy and and you and I know CJ very well. Um, what he is building there is truly something special. When you add someone the magnitude who, you know, you talk about someone who not just talks talk, but is going to get his hands dirty and get things yeah. done. No one better than John Norris. So that was just a big seismic shift. I, I, again, tone deaf, second tone deaf, reference. for I, I, I couldn't not talk about it. So definitely wanted to chat about that. And yeah. I think it's going <laughs> to be one hell of a matchup and I think he's going to do some great things there from an operational perspective for sure.
1: Yeah, it'll be. I'll be very, very curious to see um, what happens with that. And I will say, just a total side note: yeah. uh, CJ was one of the speakers at SKUCamp Camp recently, and there is nothing yeah. more refreshing, from my perspective, than yeah. having CJ on stage answering questions because he is so like direct and candid with his answers yeah. that like, like he has. It, so many times he has zero shits to give about political correctness. Yeah. He just answers the question. It is so refreshing. And so yeah, bring, bring him on stage any day. That's
0: yeah. CJ has a giant back pocket of, I don't give an F yeah. um, and he's not, not afraid to uh, use I it. love it. I love
1: it. All cool. right, Kirby, you got another topic for us? Yes. This is specifically for you, my friend. So wow. this week, The Starbucks Pumpkin Spice Latte turned 20 this week. Yeah. So, I, I, bear with me on this. Don't get mad already. <laughs> you know, what? keep talking. I have to, I have to get a prop for this. I I'll just go ahead. I'm listening. Okay. Keep going. All right, so I thought this was interesting because um, you know, the reality of it is there is a, certainly a population of people who lose their mind over this season. I think it happens entirely too early, but hey, that's fine. My daughter's actually one of them. She she I mean it isn't even called a pumpkin spice latte to Jade? It is the PSL. And apparently people oh. know what that means. Now, but here's what I thought was interesting According to Nielsen mm-hmm. IQ, units mm-hmm. sales of the pumpkin flavored things dropped 1.5% for the 52-week period ending in July. And it's the second mm-hmm. year in a row that sales have declined. Now obviously, yep. there's still a lot of, the, of of sales with that, but the question becomes, right. are we see have we jumped the shark? Um, which is probably a reference that 90% of our audience doesn't get. Uh, But Mm -hmm. have we jumped the shark with pumpkin spice, pumpkin flavored things? Are we starting to see the decline? Well, Fonzie, here's what I think. (laughs) Um,
0: I think we we jumped the shark or overdid it probably 10 years ago. Here's what people don't understand about my pumpkin spice stance. And I'll say it again to clear everything up. You know, I I enjoy, I do. I enjoy the flavor. It's it's a lovely flavor. It reminds me of fall too. Who doesn't love a little nutmeg and allspice and cinnamon? I don't, however, need pumpkin spice everything. When I see pumpkin spice cereal flavored cereal, okay. Pumpkin spice graham crackers and cookies, okay. Pumpkin spice fajitas, no. Pumpkin spice, you know. I mean, there, there's a shelf life, and I, and so my point has always been. When you take something that is popular and try to replicate it, you're diluting the effectiveness of it. Ah. So what once felt special in a pumpkin spice latte no longer feels special. The fact that they're measuring it over calendar year sales as opposed to the actual specific time when they sell the damn drink tells me everything I need to know. So yes, we've we've jumped the shark on it, and I have to share this shirt. If you too, if you're not watching, un, this is this is you know unfortunately uh, you're going to miss out. But a friend of mine sent me this as a congratulations for the uh, for the uh, uh, distinguished service award, the PPA Icon Award that you nominated me for. Again, thank yep. you for that. But he said if you need something to wear at your distinguished ceremony, please consider this. And you can <laughs> see right there. It's a it's a lovely shirt. It's an orange shirt pumpkin. It says uh, blank your pumpkin spice and some sort of very Herculean uh, Starbucks logo knockoff on it had to had to show that uh, uh, when you
1: brought that up. So I, I do think we've jumped the shark on it. What do you think? Yeah, I do too. And 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 to be fair, I actually don't like the flavor, never have. And so that's the great irony behind this is that yeah. I've always understood that your whole thing is that we think we're differentiating by yeah. taking someone else's idea and 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 kind of building upon it, yeah. and you're not. And so that's always been your point, if I understand it. And yep. so you are but, correct. Yeah, but mm-hmm. the the reality of it is, I think that of course it's just like what happens in many areas of our life that right. we build something up, it gets really Popular, then people get tired of it, and then it's it normalizes, and then it starts to fall off. And so, right. now again, it's been twenty years in the making, so it's been a successful yeah, a run, and, it, and it's still obviously selling a lot. But I thought it was interesting that for two years in a row, that that sales have fallen. Yeah,
0: yeah, one hundred percent. Hang up those lattes, baby. All right, uh Kirby. So I, you know, I've teased this for a couple of weeks. I think it's probably time we talk about 2024 business trend predictions. Um, actually, let's hold off on that. Um, we're <laughs> going to push that back one more week. Um, I don't know if you saw this. this I totally should have news. seen
1: that coming. Damn it. You really should have. I'm <laughs> very
0: disappointed because um, I don't think we're ever going to get to that. We'll see. Um, Pioneer Balloon filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy yesterday. Um, kind of surprised me. And then when I read more about it, it didn't. So Tech Weld is uh, going to uh, sell the line in promo through a licensing agreement And this bankruptcy filing does not impact that licensing agreement. Okay. Um, Pioneer is going to continue to produce and print the balloons uh, that are going to be sold by tech World in the promotional products industry. And they felt bankruptcy was the best route to ensure the survival, long-term survival of the firm. Um, I have some opinions about this, but I'd love to get your thoughts when you, you read the news or if you just heard it from me, if I was the uh, purveyor of sudden, such news, what what are your initial thoughts or what were your initial thoughts?
1: Yeah, I I read the headline. Um, we, um, nothing, I, no. I don't sell a ton of balloons. And so it wasn't like one of those that really made me go dive deeper. That being said, my opinion of TechWeld is super high. And yeah. so whenever, I guess the-, the Thought is that whenever some there's something in trouble and there's a partnership happening, the organization that's going to take it on is always the thing that catches my attention. And so when I saw that yeah. it was Tech Weld, I have a lot of respect for them. So I was like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. But that's as that's as deep as I went.
0: Yeah, and I agree. Tech World has a great reputation. We know some great people there. Dan Jenny comes to mind. Uh, some really great people at Tech Weld. So I think you know, again, I think they've had looking into this. It seems like they've had some supply issues. Um, as many firms have, you know, yeah. different, some colors are very difficult to get in balloons is definitely one of those things. You need specific colors for specific events. So yeah, if exactly. you don't have that color, they're either going to go to a competitor or they're going to do something else entirely. So I right. uh, can see that. I think one of the things though, I think we're going to see more of these uh, bankruptcy filings, sadly, that's mm-hmm. just an opinion. Yeah. Uh, having gone through this with halo 20 some years ago, um, you know, I know I know all the all the things that lead up to a Chapter Eleven bankruptcy. You know, it sounds like that they've got debtor and possession financing. They're looking to reorganize, and hopefully everything works out for all the employees that they have. and I mean, that's always who it impacts the most. It impacts the employees the most, and then it impacts vendors the second most, right? Right. Um, so hopefully that's not the case, but I think with all the uh, combinations and amalgamations we're seeing, the partnerships, emergings, the, the acquisitions, the other side of that are there's companies that want to be acquired, they want to merge, and they may not find a dance partner. And the ones that don't, I do believe that bankruptcy filing may be the avenue they have to go to try to survive in, in a new economy.
1: Mm, yeah, yeah, it's it. It, and it's been such a tumultuous time for yep. both distributors and suppliers, where it was like, okay, business dried up out of the blue. Then all of a sudden there was COVID money, and then there was, right. you know, like it was, it, and, and then all of a sudden there was no supply. People really wanted to buy, but there was nothing to buy, yep. and we couldn't get it. Now all of a sudden there's an overstock, most suppliers are all of a sudden discounting again. It has been a weird season we have lived through. So um, Boy, I think sure there's has. there's no shame in in, in the struggle.
0: Yeah, no no question. All right, Kirby. Let's go ahead and move on to the picks for PPEF, our picks for good. Kirby yes. and I bet six games a week, three college, three pro. Not against the spread, just heads up win. The loser at the end of this will donate $100 to PPF. And who are we joking? The other one's going to match it anyway, but it's just yeah. for fun. Yeah. Um, last week, I went all in on underdogs and didn't do too bad. I yeah. went three and three last week, Kirby. Yeah. Uh, you you kind of went chalk and uh, you went four and two. So right now you have 19 wins to my 17. You're start, they're starting to separate. Uh, so let's get right to it i I have a feeling this week we'll bring it right back (laughs) all right we have uh in college battle of all ranks teams all ranked teams we have the number eight ranked oregon ducks at the number seven ranked washington huskies kirby who do you got boy
1: these are tough games you uh, you know you obviously uh choose the games and so i saw those and was like wow these are these are tough i I i think i'm gonna it's at Washington, but yep. the, the other thing I will tell you is I know nothing about the teams I'm, I'm picking, which is sure. troubling. So I'm going to go with the team that I saw this year and they looked really good and that's Oregon. So I'll go Oregon on this one.
0: Feel, okay. I do and not reason, feel good about it. <laughs> yeah. And the, and the reason, and the reason you don't feel, you don't know anything about the PAC 12 teams is the reason they've imploded. Nobody knows anything about shitty PAC 12 football. There's no reason to, but they're all all right. Um, okay. So, um, I was not happy with my three and three record last week. So uh, took some time this week, did a little research. And uh, from what I understand, the Oregon Ducks are practicing a lot harder than the Washington Huskies. So I think we're going to go with the Oregon Ducks here. All right, Kirby. We both pick the Ducks. The number 10th ranked USC Trojans at Mm -hmm. in South Bend, Indiana at the 21st ranked permanently disappointing Notre Dame. Uh, fighting Irish uh, lucky charms. Yeah. That, that,
1: this was the easiest game for me to pick this week. I think yeah. USC is going to roll them.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. You know, uh, they didn't look great last week. USC had a hard time winning. Um, I know that they have really, uh, stepped it up in practice this week, uh, through my research. So I think that, uh, I think the Trojan wins that one. All right, let's go back to Pac-12 football since we don't know anything about it. The number 18th ranked UCLA Bruins at the number 15th ranked Oregon State. I don't know their mascot. I think it's the Beavers.
1: Okay, so I think John Wooden was a great coach. So I'm Mm going to go UCLA.
0: Wow. Okay. Uh, but that is how much I know. All road teams you've picked, by the way. Very interesting. So um, did a little research in here. Obviously, I didn't do enough research to know immediately the Oregon uh, State uh, mascot, but that's beside the point. I did do some digging, though, found out the practices were really, really hard leading up to this game, so I think that uh, you got the Bears, the Golden Bears also, so we're three for three. There's not going to be any movement there. All right, let's go to the professional ranks, the National Foosball League, Mm -hmm. the Minnesota Vikings, speaking of uh, perennially disappointing at the also perennially disappointing Chicago Bears, the Vikings at the Bears. I believe even though the NFL has ties, someone legally has to win this game. Kirby, who do you
1: got? Yeah. Yeah. Justin Jefferson is out, um, which yep. would be the one big weapon I think the the Vikings have that I would have faith in. So I'm voting with my heart on this one, not my yep. head. Uh, I'm going Bears because I want Justin Fields to stop getting buried. Okay. Okay. Um... So I actually
0: uh, uh, placed phone call to Kirk Cousins. Uh, did not, did not, did not answer. Did not take. He's my like, call. you like this? Um, yeah. He <laughs> told me, asked me if I liked it. Um, no, I, he didn't take my call. But calling around the facility, talking to a few people, sounds like things have been stepped up in practice a little bit this week. So I'm going to take the Vikings on that one. Uh, okay. I don't trust the Bears any any more than I can throw them. Yeah. All right, Kirby. My favorite team outside the Dallas Football Cowboys would be the Detroit Lions because mm-hmm. I love their coach, uh, yeah. Campbell. So the Detroit Lions, I think this might be the game of the week, actually. Detroit Lions at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, led by the one and only Baker Mayfield.
1: Yeah, I to me, the, the Lions are too. I mean, I, honestly, the, the, the Buccaneers is a, are a good story, for sure. good surprise um, this week. Yeah, ago. for sure. Uh, but I the Lions are, I think they're really pretty good. So I'm going Lions mm-hmm. on this one. So I called the facility in Tampa Bay. I did
0: <laughs> get a chance to chat with Baker Mayfield. And uh, no, they are he was feeling dangerous. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they are not they're not practicing hard this week. So I I believe I'm going to have to go with the Detroit Lions as well on this one. Okay. Uh, again, I based this week on how hard are you practicing and it yeah. sounded like they were too busy uh, going to the beach. All right. Last game, speaking of perennially disappointing, the Dallas Football Cowboys head into Los Angeles after laying quite a big egg in San Francisco to face the uh Los Angeles Superchargers on Monday night football. Kirby, who do you got?
1: So last week, one of the picks that I was right on, I actually think we were both right on this one, was the Jaguars. And my whole concept yeah. behind that was because the Bills tend to be up and down in my mind. It's like every yep. time I think they're one thing, they tend to show up differently. Mm-hmm. And we were right. Mm-hmm. I also think that for the next week or so, that the Cowboys are going to be told how shitty they are. and yep. But they are a talented team. The 49ers are just really good. So I see them bouncing back. I go Cowboys yeah. on this one.
0: Yeah, I have been a Dak Prescott defender because A, he is such a great human being. Yeah, uh, like There's so few of them in professional sports. I mean, the guy says the right things, he works his tail off. But I truly, as a Dallas Cowboys fan, don't believe he is the guy that's going to take the Cowboys to multiple playoff wins, let alone a Super Bowl. Um, but I did have a chance to speak with Mike McCarthy this week, and he said uh, that not only are they practicing harder than ever, they're going to play complimentary football. Oh, he, um, he loves doing that. Yeah. Yeah, not complimentary football, complimentary football, which apparently yeah. is something completely different. Yeah. So since the Cowboys are going to play complimentary football, I believe the Dallas football Cowboys will become uh, and emerge victorious in that game. And speaking of games, Kirby, you did such a great job on our game starting off this podcast, knowing that uh, the when we play uh, share uh, select that supplier, when people say everything went quickly and smoothly, they're easy to work with, and i have never had an issue with their pricing, product, service, or delivery. You knew immediately we were talking about the good uh, folks over at Evans Manufacturing. As part of that HPG family of companies, their entire ethos is really built upon making the lives of their distributor partners easier. They don't take that word partnership lightly, and they really do uh, what they say and say what they do. So if you want to learn more, see all the great products that they do have, uh, head over to evans-mfg.com. You're not going to be sorry you did. Kirby, I want to thank you for having a complimentary podcast with me this morning, and uh, good luck at your end user show. Thanks, man.